Red leather, red leather, yellow leather. Start yodeling. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! It's like the beginning of, an- like, beginning of Anchorman every time we record a podcast. Yeah. Yellow leather, yellow leather. Pink leather. Now I'm just reading the inventory sheet from Love Stuff. <laughs> well, good evening and welcome to the look. Whenever you're listening. Whatever. Like yeah, it is. Broad daylight. Yeah. For us, it's good evening. The local podcast hosted by... Uh, Justin April, the publisher of things. Yeah, and I'm Charlene. Come forward. I don't know that I feel comfortable putting my last name out there. Yeah, I don't do it. You just did it. That's how, Well, mine's all over everything. <laughs> we got a na- month named after us. Let's start over. I don't like it. I think we should just like roll out and then add this later. I don't like the pressure of having to like adjust levels. Especially if we're going to go back in with audio later. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're recording. <laughs> we're just gonna Are we right out. now? Yeah. You see me go-go gadget arm over there? <laughs> Welcome to the local podcast hosted by Justin April. That's you. That is me. And uh, Charlene Comerford, myself. Yeah. That's me. Last name again. It is. And it is episode number nine. If you're looking for us anywhere, you can always log on to thewiregrasslocal.com, the local on Facebook, or Wiregrass Local on Instagram. That's the ones. Um, what I haven't seen you since you were falling asleep at the CX performance that makes of it Hairspray. Sounds so awful. That's like what it you were doing. Boring. That's exactly what you were doing. It now. wasn't their fault. You know whose fault it was? It was Ritesh Mahans from Taj. <laughs> I ate way too much Taj for dinner. Like I thought, get out of the office around five, maybe mm-hmm. five thirty. Run some errands, pick up some Taj, eat, and be able to be at the Cultural Arts Center. For seven. Right. Um, and I accomplished all those things quite wonderfully, but I ate way too much Taj. You, you got to be careful with Indian food. Yeah. Like, and by the way, the local isn't your local area. It's our local area. And yeah. our local area is Dothan, Alabama and yeah. the surrounding cities. Get it together, listeners. So if you're listening <laughs> in Chicago, Taj is, well, there may be a Taj. More than likely. But it's not the Taj that we're talking about. No. That's why you got to name drop the... Business owner. So they can look it up. <laughs> well, it could be the same. I mean, there could. I mean, you know. What's his first name? Ritesh. I don't know many it Riteshes. Could... I'll be honest with you. I, we can go through my phone. Well. You don't believe me. In Dothan, but if you were I got in like Chicago one. or in a bigger city, there could be a several Indian restaurants with a first name of Ritesh. Fair enough. I'm just saying. You got to Yelp review it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta look it up on Yelp. That's right. So if you've never eaten at Taj and you're listening for the first time, Taj is an amazing Indian restaurant here in Dothan. Yeah. It's right on the Ross Clark Circle. It's like catty corner for Krispy Kreme and everybody knows where Krispy Kreme is. Yeah. And well, not only that, but it's in that landmark building. That's where the old Poe folks was at. <laughs> Y'all remember Me- Mississippi mud pies at Poe yeah. folks? That's the only reason I went there. Okay. Was the American flag that's on top of Taj there when Poe Folks was there. That is a recent addition. That is? Yes. Really? Yes. I think they did it last summer. Huh. Yeah. Best Indian food ever. It's super and it, they it have the, super delicious. Like the front lounge, like the front restaurant area. And then if you go to the left, they have like a very nice lounge area yeah, back there. Yeah, super low slung seating and Yeah, it's little, nice. Yeah, it's a lot more casual feeling. And then in the back, have you been to their outdoor area? Yeah, there's a courtyard in the back. It's super nice too. Mm-hmm. So, three levels of date there, or dinner out. Yeah. 
If you could take the same date there three different consecutive times, <laughs> yes. just blindfold them, and then when you sit, just be like, oh, ta-da! Ta-da! I'm not going to tell you where we are, but it's got a similar menu to the last place we were, so it'll cut down on some of the time of you trying to decide what you want to eat. Yeah, it's so good. And you, uh, with Indian food, you have to be careful, because if you eat too much, it's like Nap City. Yeah. It's and comfort food. It's total, like, blah, That's exactly what happened. Uh, I mean, the bread is called Nam. Yeah. Nam, Nam. It's a, it's a hard N on the end of it, actually. Huh? Yeah. It's non? Non. Yeah. Oh, I call it nom. I do, too. I'm not saying that's <laughs> correct. I'm just telling you what I do. <laughs> but it's bready, ricey, saucy. It's delicious. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's, it's um, I mean, it's comparable to Thanksgiving. It is. But it's Because you want to make yourself, different. you want to eat your weight in it. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> so then you went and saw Hairspray, which uh, they, I went and saw too, which was an amazing it. performance. Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast and you've not gotten your tickets for Hairspray, good luck, one, because I think it's going to sell out. It's probably sold out for Friday. Saturday might still be open. I know they got a matinee usually on Saturdays. Right. Um, Peter Pan's also this weekend, the SeaDeck. Thing. And I don't know if you've seen any of the video. No, but I, I heard they had like a bunch of flyers. Dude, it's outrageous. Have you seen it? No, but I get Snapchats from every angle of the wiregrass pretty right? much. And like it, the amount of like, I don't know if it's puppeteering when you have an actual human on the line. Like, you know, like a marionette doll strung it's up. It's called flying. Is it really? Yeah. I don't. Are you high on pixie dust? No, it's called flying. The, seriously, that's what they call it. They have flying, like, stage flying instructors. And I you, don't have, believe you go it. through stage flying training. But why do they call that a. That's not even a superpower anymore. What? Flying? I mean, that, when people ask you, like, what, you, what would. If you had a superpower, what would it be? And people are like, I'd love to f- be able to fly. Yeah, but you could say I'm a flyer and they would know that you fly on stage. Or you might just be a piece of paper telling people, somebody about an event. There's <laughs> <laughs> no <You laughs> selling. <laughs> You could be. Listen, if I'm a little irritable, I have a situation going on. I noticed you came in here with the munchies. Yeah. And a non-alcoholic LaCroix. Yeah. You all right? No. I, uh... I don't trust you anymore. <laughs> you shouldn't. I don't trust myself. I don't even know who I am right now. No, I have talked Tim into... Have you heard of this new Whole30? No. The Whole30. It's this new diet. Okay, you know how this is like... No, there's an Atkin diet, like... No carbs. First it was low fat, and then it was low sugar, sure. and then it was no carbs, and then it's like paleo. Yeah. Okay, well, the new thing is this Whole30 diet. Okay. And you're supposed to do it for a whole 30 days. All right. And it's brutal. I'm on day two. No alcohol, right. no sugar. Sure. No dairy. Yeah. No grains. Okay. It sounds okay, but then ask, like, no, that's no crackers. That's what you're no telling me is right now your front yard is super short because you've been grazing for the last <laughs> I would. Hours. Like, if there was good grass outside right now, I'd probably go eat it. Like, so, anyway, it's fine if you're surrounded by all of the food you can eat, like yeah. fresh fruits and... you gotta have you got to have everything on deck. Yeah. Or you've got to live, like, Whole Foods adjacent. Like, you've got to be somewhere you can get... Something. Like, yeah. I had to go to the gas station and grab those mixed nuts. Oh, and nuts, you can't have peanuts. You can only have nuts that, like, grow from trees. I've got pistachios here, like, a bunch. Just, what does pistachio grow on? Is that a tree? Oh, they come in a bag. Does a pistachio come in a tree? It does? 
It's good to go. I can eat pistachios. We got we got a silent viewer actually <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> We're not right. going to say his name. He's, he's going to pipe in in a second. But so I've got Tim on this thing now too. Wait, you made him do it? Well, I can't do it by myself. Like I can't go home. And, this like, sounds more like Tim's. Oh. Like you know what? We need to make it. No, really. Somebody wasn't. said do something to me the other day at CrossFit, and I'm hooked on it because <laughs> well, that's what everybody else. He had else been researching it, but I brought, I actually brought the idea home, and so we committed to it yesterday. And so the first day on it, which was yesterday, he literally packed his lunch, which was everything in the fridge that I could possibly have eaten on the diet, and yeah. left. So yesterday, all I had to eat was like a piece of pork chop. And some mustard. Wait, pork mustard. chops is on the diet? Yeah, you can I got this. any meat. You I got Any that. meat you want. Really? I'd be fine. But it had no sugar, so actually bacon is out. Can you believe that? Why would bacon be out? It's got sugar in it. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I don't believe it. You're not supposed to have any sugar, like none at all. If you, like, cheat at all, you have to go back to day one. Oh. Pistachio trees. Right on. It's been confirmed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's what I'm, 30 days. That, I mean, I'm giving you to go. I need to do that. Not necessarily that ridiculous. I've got a diet that works for me, mm-hmm. uh, where I cut everything out. I quit drinking, quit smoking. Um, my voice doesn't sound like this anymore. Like by the end of it. Yeah. I sound like a little kid. You should get on the whole 30. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't even want to do that. But I eat for lunch. I eat a... What is it? What, what? Why are we talking about a diet that you're simply not ever going to follow? What do you mean? You've done it in the past. You brought it up. Yeah, it's not a life diet. But it's, you're not doing it. I'm not currently doing it. I'm in day two of judgment. This is day two. That's the judgment phase of everybody else. Yeah, that's... Because I mean, I've stuck to my diet for I'm two days. So judging. now I feel like I can judge everybody. Oh, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> you sound like my mom. You know, you'll never do it. You're never going to do anything great. What was your diet that you're talking about? I just eat... A can of uh, tuna we'll for the lunch. April diet. Yeah, the April diet. Can of tuna for lunch. Uh, pretty much a gallon of water all day. Right. Uh, apple in the afternoon. Maybe one in the morning too. Right. And then unbreaded grilled chicken breast for dinner with some like random green vegetable. And it's a lot of water. Because every time terrible. you like want a snack, does you're that just, even like, sound delicious? Dude, it is so effective. You're just it agreeing is. with him because you're his friend and you agree with him. We need, like, an impartial person. He's impartial? No, he's not. He just agreed with you on something that's tuna. Tuna, grilled chicken, broccoli. You got to talk through your hand. You got to, like, disguise your voice. <laughs> <laughs> we got to, like, blur it out like it's Dateline. You're going to have some uh, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> All right, so this is podcast number nine, and uh, you know the show is ever changing. And Justin and I got together; we were at the cellar last week, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about John Jim, which is happening this Saturday. Yeah. So make sure that you go out there and check it out. It's at the Nut Fest, and um, it's going to be fun. There's going to be bands, kids stuff. Oh yeah, chili cook-off that I'm going to win. You're a judge for that, right? I am. I am a judge for that. We'll talk about that after the podcast. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm trying to get in trouble. I am a judge for Some that. Some collusion charges. I know. I don't. You can't tell me what chili because you're cooking, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. All right. We'll and we're winning. We will. We will discuss. How funny is it that we, <laughs> our chili team, has we've made stickers campaigning for People's Choice. So like, there's there's gonna be stickers in a lot of places that have the name of our chili on it. They don't give us the name in the back. 
No, but the People's Choice does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to so know So subliminally. Yeah, dude. So you got to train all the people that work behind your thing to, like, subliminally just keep mentioning. We've got stickers that have it on there. Like, it's stupid. <laughs> We're going to be sticking that on everybody's They're stuff. just going to be like, yeah, gonna be, what was that chili that I... I can't remember any of them except for this one. It's written down right in front of me. Exactly. It's a great idea. We're going to get... It is smart. It's going to be written in the rules next year that you can't do that. That Since it's not in the rules this year... Go for it. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Sky's the limit. Our budget is outrageous. We have random people in t-shirts wearing t-shirts that just say the Chili's name. Dude, we got a $2,800 budget for our Chili team. What? Yeah. It better be good. It's not going to be good, but it will be well known. (laughs) Doesn't matter. If it probably will be good. It actually won a chili competition at uh, Megan and Payne Henderson's house a few months okay, ago. Okay, that doesn't even that doesn't even count. No, that dude, can't count. Like, that's serious business. Like, no, serious... serious. Dude, they invite all these folks. Like it's it's families and families and families showing up, and there's like probably fifty crock pots sitting out. Really, dude, it's absurd. Like I showed up, and it was crock pots on crock pots. On I want to go to this party. It's once a year. I think it's around Christmas or not too far after or before. Now you're being random and you're just pretty much telling me that you're not inviting me. No, I'll let you know. I just don't know when the heck it is. I really don't. It's like a secret party. It's on a Sunday. Which means you can't be there anyway. <laughs> Which means I won't go. Forget it. Yeah, you're um, always grounded on Sundays. That's right. All right, so podcast number nine. And we decided when we were at the cellar last week and we were talking about uh, John Jim, which is the Saturday. Yeah. Shameless plug. That we would, uh, because this is what happened. Do you know the story? At, after the cellar, Justin and I went to McLeod's. McLeod's. To discuss the show further. Also, to drink more beverages. Which, by the way, took me five days to get over. Really? Yes, which is why I'm on the damn whole 30. You pushed me right into rehab. Don't. Uh, don't over pointing fingers at me. Anyway, so we're at McLeod's. And somebody across the bar, I think there were four people in there. Somebody across the bar says, hey, what do you think about the election? Yeah, that was, that was weird because you were telling me to shut up the whole time. Because... Because I had some 800-pound farm dude behind yes. me... Yes. ...that didn't necessarily agree with what I was no. saying. Directly behind you was a straight-up Neanderthal. Yeah, I wasn't sweating, dude. You should have. I'm a big dude. No, you're not. And he was large. I'm grown. And he was just on the cusp... You know when someone is, like, looking to beat someone's ass? Oh, yeah. That dude was like, drooling, was just, just thinking about punching me. He had been me. drinking for a long time. He'd been playing pool. He was bored. His he dog did... doo-dooed in the house earlier that day, so he needed to take it out <laughs> his on somebody. Wife, yeah, he got a fight with his wife. <laughs> and then you start popping off about Trump. And he just gets bigger. I don't even know who you were talking about. I will... To be honest with you, I don't even know which... I'm not going to get back into it. Well, we are. I, That's the whole point of the show. I firmly stand by my beliefs. Okay, but <laughs> I don't really remember what who you were talking about. I said All that if, I remember was that I had a clear view to Godzilla, who was standing directly behind you, and you did not have a clear view of Godzilla, and I was just trying to get you to speak in more hushed tones. That's, that's the problem with me. After a while, after... Well, I'm making another drink now, but usually when I've got it together... Sorry, listeners. <laughs> um, I mean, usually, I don't know. I try not to be confrontational. Right. I'm usually very good at being non-confrontational, but still getting my point across to where people make it about three quarters of the way home, and they're like, 
that dude insulted me. <laughs> and like, I, just, I just plant the seed and wait for it to grow into a cognitive thought. And they're just like, huh, what? I can't believe. I, I learned the best lesson uh, years ago. I, I had a co-host one time on a radio show. And actually, he now works. Uh, he's a replacement for Glenn Beck. This world. Like he's Yeah, his name was Doc. Anyway, he told me that you could literally insult anybody about anything. Yeah. If you follow it with just saying. I don't know about that. I just... Pretty much. Joke around. Like, I do it so well that I can do it and it'll be funny and you will laugh at it and then you'll get home and be like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> just insulted me. Yeah, like, it's remarkable. Like, I've gotten... I've walked in... Talked my way into about getting beat to death. Right. And then chatted my way right out of that situation. <laughs> And laughed about it the whole time. And by the end of it, everybody's having a great time. And then they get home and they're like, if I ever see that dude again. Does he know that when he rummages through the box with me, It's all right. Why is it all right? I mean, it adds to the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. we'll keep it casual up here. So, um, so anyway, that's, that led to us saying that we were to discuss politics tonight. Yes. And, and we're going to discuss. Are Legal. you in? You are not in. Yeah. The, we need a name for him. The local lurker. <laughs> yes. Is not, lurker. not on board. We're just calling him lurker. The guy on the couch. <laughs> lurker for sure. <laughs> the guy on the couch. Lurker, are you in? You're not in? Okay, you say that, but you probably will be in. He's going to chime in eventually. Yeah. All right, so we're going to discuss political con- uh, candidates and the such yeah. today. And uh, we're going to open that up with a little with a little Snoop Dogg. If you yeah, will. like, it was weird. Um... It's funny that we started this. Oh, let me back up. Um, I got in an argument last night at my parents' house because my stepdad, like, I just glanced at the TV and he was watching Fox News and I was like, oh, what's going on with that? And Because I honestly had literally just walked in the door. I've mm-hmm. been in the office all day. Mm-hmm. And I went over there to pick something up that my mom said was there. Mm-hmm. And I was going to duck out immediately following. And he was like... That's the problem with your kid. You, these kids nowadays, they don't know what's going on in the world and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, dude. Like, I just haven't been here. Like, you've been watching this for 30 minutes. Well, I, I just left my can... office and walked in and saw some random girl. who looked like a spelling bee on Fox News. And I'm like, what is this? And he jumped all over me. And he's like, you need to watch Fox News all the time. And I was like, I don't want to watch no. a news outlet that... A, is owned by an entertainment company. Right. And sells advertising on that news station. Because I feel like... I mean, I I know what it's like to be in the media business that mm-hmm. runs on advertising dollars. Mm-hmm. You want people... You want to put out the most, like, attention-grabbing, um, great content. Or not even great content, but just the most entertaining content and whatever you can get people behind. Mm-hmm. So then your advertisements work. The mm-hmm. more people see your advertisements... And I don't think he got that at all. He was like, this might as well no, be Jesus talking to you right now. You're crazy if you think that you're going to take up an argument with somebody that's over the age of 50 about whether or not to watch Fox News and whether it's relevant or not. Yes. I mean, you're crazy. I don't know. Like, it's you tricky. can't. It's tricky business. No. And if you're not gathered around the TV for the 6 o'clock news, you have no idea what's happening. Like, they don't yeah. realize. I don't think that we are able to, like, look at news all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like, different variations of the news, and then fifteen different outlets. Like there's Flipboard, there's BuzzFeed, there's a Washington Post on your Kindle. Like yeah. we get news like constantly. We don't have to like whoop, 
Six o'clock. Yeah, I gotta, it's time to get the. Yeah, it, it looks like that scene news. from The Simpsons where they all dive onto the couch. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna trade places with you. Hit the pause button. And we are back. We are back. This is a local episode nine, and we are talking politics. We have switched seats. Yeah, it's strange over here. I know. I'm sorry, but no, my things are here. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be in charge of the the audio a little bit. We have a whole bunch of new toys in here that we have rigged up. Yeah, it's, which I'm pretty excited about. It is very makeshift in here. It's gonna, but it's gonna add a whole new level. And to it the works. Show. So the other thing that we discussed when we were at McLeod's was that we were going to change up the show a little bit. So this is going to be like a show show that we do in studio yeah. most of the days of the month. And then one day of the month, we'll we're going go to somewhere. pick a location yeah. and do the show. Yeah. There. Sound live good? Live remote. Not live, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Where did Lurker go? Is he gone? Yeah, he had things to do. Oh, okay. It didn't involve Lurking. <laughs> okay, so it is time to kick off some political talk. There we go. Are you ready? I am. It's time to talk about the real player. Don Juan. Donald Trump. Madonna. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, so I don't even remember what you were talking about in the cloud, but what are you honestly thinking in this political race? Um, if Donald Trump gets elected, we are going to be a target. Uh, it's good. I just think you can't have a bully on the playground without him becoming a target eventually. Um I don't know. Like, it's tricky because I don't want to implicate myself by saying ridiculousness about somebody who might be the president one day. I don't need that dude showing up at my house. Um, but, like, I don't know. Like, you can't... It just seems too sketchy. Like, it just seems... Well, who is your who's your guy? Who's your girl? Who's it, your person? It was Ben Carson. Okay. I, w- I would totally agree with you on Ben Carson. But, he, unfortunately, he's too soft-spoken and he sounds like... Yeah, he was a little weird, like, I don't know, he, they introduced him on some show, or on one of the debates, and he didn't come out. He just walked to the end of the hallway and stood there, awkwardly, so that kind of lost him some points. Um, Poor Ben Carson, because he's actually very smart. Yeah. Brilliant. Totally, totally capable, but unfortunately, did I say uncapable? He's capable. No, totally capable. Unfortunately, he is not marketable. Like he is not the center of attention. And and to be president, you have to have some charisma. Yeah, like Donald Trump's got it, got that down because he he had The Apprentice. He's been in movies. I mean, he was in. Let's be honest. All of the presidents have basically, since TV was invented and debates started being on TV, oh yeah, they have had to have charisma. Yeah, starting with John F. Kennedy, absolutely. I mean, and then like Richard Nixon lost his candidacy because he was wearing the wrong color suit in a black and white TV. Yeah, like you can't nowadays, like because of the demand for entertainment, it doesn't matter like what your message is. It's if you can convey that message in a way that makes everybody feel like it's relatable to them somehow. Right. They'll get behind it. Like, that's why Trump is such a strong dude when it comes to having the mass media behind him. And he's also super entertaining to watch. Like, that dude Like that dude shows up on TV and people stop what they're doing. And they're like, let's see what this ridiculous human has to say well and he has a comment about that yeah he shouldn't have gone on that jimmy kimmel show and jimmy kimmel's a great guy you know what uh, mr trump no that's not it wrong on you when somebody's attacking you personally and attacking you viciously 
I, I guess they say you should, some people say, just stand up and let them say whatever they want. You're presidential. It doesn't work that way. I would be run out of town if I did that. It doesn't right. work that way. No, no, Sean. No, I'm listening. At the right time, at the right time, I will be so presidential that you'll call me and you say, Donald, you have to stop that. It's too much. <laughs> but, but you know. At the right time. Yeah. At the right time, Justin. Right time. At the right time, I will be so presidential that you'll call me and you say, Donald, you have to stop that. It's so presidential at the but right that's, time. That time is while you're running. So you, you basically, it's like throwing a ball. Like, you've got to get that momentum going, and people are going to just assume the trajectory that it's been going is going to continue. Um, but right now, the track that he's on is being ridiculous and calling people fat and throwing them out, throwing people out of, like, random rallies here and there. And, like, you can't... Like, let's say he does, like, he does get elected and does a State of the Union and mm-hmm. just starts throwing out random, like, congressmen. Or whatever. <laughs> but, but, but you know what? It, it is true, and I think you understand. When they attack me, I have to attack back. I'm a counterpuncher. He's a counterpuncher. When somebody's attacked... He's a counterpuncher. That's fine. But he's also the one throwing the first punch <laughs> in every situation. Like, it's not like he's defending himself because he's being bullied or he's being picked on. Like, people are making valid points about what he's doing, and... He's coming back and be like, well, you're stupid. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to agree with you that Trump is a little outrageous. Sure. So was Bill Clinton in his time. He was the first presidential candidate to ever go on MTV and play a saxophone. Yeah, that's showboating monster. Give me a break. Who was even running against him at the time? I can't even remember. I think it was George Bush. Yeah. It was the first one. Yeah. (laughs) Forget it. The old one. Yeah. Yeah. George Sr. Yeah. George Sr. Didn't have a chance. No. With saxophone playing Bill Clinton, who is smooth as anything, get out. That's the trickiest on thing MT- about it. Like, TV. Because you end up having a bunch of kids that are fairly uninformed about anything, and they just see who's pandering to their attention. And they're like, yeah, Donald Trump is doing this. Or like, Bill Clinton showed up. And well, did he was this. the first one on MTV, and so it, we were all paying attention yeah. all of a sudden. We're like, oh, yeah. he's, he's the guy. Like, look at him. He's on MTV. And that's exactly what Obama did when he first ran. He was on every morning talk show. Well, they've all been on every candidate, like Hillary, Donald Trump, Bernie Sanders. Every one of them has been on Saturday Night Live. Absolutely. But do you know who started that? The first presidential candidate to ever start that? I would have to say Bill Clinton. No. I don't know. It was Obama. Was it? Yes. Obama was the first person to break the presidential like I'm the president and you're the people and became like yeah, you I'm just gonna to be, talk to the people like you do he was have on, to make yourself a tangible and like a relatable person yeah whoever his marketing team was was amazing because oh, they put him on every night show talk show they said loosen up he he kicks back yeah. He doesn't sit all straight and presidential yeah. and, you know, our country's in a great state. He would be like, yeah, mom of two who's gotta, stay at home. you got to be able to hold a conversation You're and gonna not get just more money. He rattle was, off a script. Exactly. He, Mark Rubio. Yeah. Marco Rubio. Right now, which is very sad. It's a shame. Yeah. Speaking of that, somebody brought up to um, Donald Trump whether or not Marco Rubio would be his running mate. If he drops out before losing Florida, would you consider him? Could he possibly be on a list 
uh, as as a vice president of yours because he could help outreach to Hispanics and uh, help he's your done. outreach to the establishment. Sure, sure, and he's got a lot of talent. I just don't want to say that yet, Joe. It's too. It's just not appropriate to talk yeah. about it until he makes a decision. I have respect for him. He's got great talent, and I just don't want to say that yet. It's too soon. What does that say? That says you? he absolutely wants Marco Rubio to be his running partner, but he doesn't want to. It seems like he doesn't want to call the dude out, and he doesn't want to. Like, he. 90% of the time, that dude's saying negative comments about anybody and everybody in the political race. Um, but because he didn't right then, it kind of makes me feel like, yeah, you know, maybe he's into the idea. Do you think it's interesting that Chris Christie is the one that called Rubio out in the debate? Yeah. And Chris Christie and... See, I thought for sure that Trump would pick Chris Christie. Yeah. I mean, I would love that duo together. Me sure. personally. I feel like you're more of a Trump and the dog type lady. <laughs> I am a Trump and the dog type lady. I'm trying um, to get that Snoop Dogg in the... Where is he? He's right here. Yeah, I need Snoop Dogg in that. It's time to talk about the real player. Don Juan. Donald Trump. I don't know why you wouldn't Donald. vote for that dude. What? Who? Snoop and the dog? I would vote for Absolutely. Snoop Dogg for president every time if I get away with it. Uh, write it in. All, you have just to have, write it in. If you just did tr- Trump and the dog, it would be amazing. Yeah. Because Snoop would appeal to everybody. And he'd probably mellow out Donald Trump a little bit. Yeah. He would be like, what my friend is trying to say is. Yeah. He would translate. Sure. And we would all be like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, Snoop Dogg transcends race and transcends demographic better than anybody else I can think of. All right, let's go through the candidates really quick. Sure. Bernie Sanders. Yeah, your name. He's got some great ideas. Mm-hmm. He's got some real, real difficult to swallow ideas. Um, What's one of his difficult to swallow ideas? I don't know. You start threatening big money's pocketbook about taxing different rates and. Even even down to the $15 an hour minimum wage, mm-hmm. that's not going to do anything except drive inflation up to where a house that costs a grand a month to rent is now two grand because... This is the same theory, theoretically the same as increasing minimum wage. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and make everything $15 an hour and that's your minimum wage. Yeah. Do you understand that consequently... Everything, Everything else, else is going is to get more expensive. Well, because, You're still going to be minimum wage. Yeah, the manufacturers have to pay that to produce that product. So their product prices are going to have to go up to make sure that they can pay their bills and pay their payroll. But you can't do that. You can't at $15 and an hour. You can't keep the, keep your rates the same. Like $15 an hour equals automation. Yeah, but I'm also sorry. that also will... Put a lot of small businesses straight under. Absolutely, I, I, I owned a small business. Yeah. There is no way we could have kept the doors open. No. When the receptionist, no offense, you know, JC and sure. Erica, you guys were fantastic, and I love you. Also, but also Emily, but it's a receptionist job. It's a low entry. Yeah, but job. even even if they weren't making, all right. Somebody has to do the low level jobs. There's high-level jobs and, and there's, there's low-level. Le- yeah, there's entry-level entry level jobs. That's a better word. Yeah, entry-level jobs. Minim- tip- 
I would say 99% of minimum wage jobs aren't meant to make careers out of. No, they're absolutely not supposed point. to. And a lot of the problem is people are trying to raise families and buy houses and do this and that and won't advance their career or don't have the opportunity to advance their career. And changing minimum wage isn't going to change that. It's just going to make... Every, Real estate higher is going to make everything. Well, it's produce gonna, is going to be higher. Absolutely, it's milk's going to cost eighteen dollars a gallon. Forget it. So, Everything's going to get more expensive. Yeah, it's just silly. If you think that you're going to get better off by raising minimum wage, you're not. You're no. still going to be minimum wage. No, because somebody else's salary just went up another fifteen dollars. Yeah. Because the you know, like you said, the tub of milk is now fifteen dollars. Yeah, it all goes back to like the way people save money. Is by like Walmart sells stuff for the things they sell it for the prices they sell it for because of their size and because they buy a giant quantity. And probably because they're not paying everybody 30, 45 bucks an hour. No. Um, They actually did have, Walmart used to have this plan where they, to avoid having to have health insurance for a lot of their people, they would top everybody out at 20 hours a week. Yeah, that's that's not just just Walmart. But they probably started They did it. it. Yeah, they did it first. Um, this is what I think of Bernie Sanders. Have you seen the movie Divergent? Yes. That's Bernie Sanders. Divergent. Where he just classifies everybody and you got to figure out what that you're is, doing. That is socialism. That is everybody gets paid exactly the same. We all live in some quasi-utopian society. Nah. Yeah, it, doesn't, a, it doesn't work. It's a trap. Like He's it got a lot of great ideas. Like work. In theory, like I would love... To uh, have free healthcare for sure. Um, I don't necessarily like the idea of being fined for not having health insurance. I feel like that's a little infringent on my rights as a. It's absolutely infringent on your rights, especially when there's other people that cannot afford it and get it for free. Yeah, I don't. I'll I'll put this out there. I don't have health insurance. You're about to get fined. That's yeah. What? Where am I going to get the money to pay for it? Let's be honest about it. Okay, I just got taxes back. Yeah. Not fun if you're in a different tax bracket. Sure. Which, because I went from a business owner to now an employee, Mm -hmm. I actually have an income now. Legit. Yeah. I have an income Mm -hmm. now. This. You want me to send 99 for 2015? Yeah, pretty much. Or I just want you to start paying me under the table. Something. Because it's ridiculous. I paid so much in taxes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and then I'll have to take out so much a month now that it's not even worth. Like, what is the incentive to work, honestly? You want to know why I have a full-time job and I don't do the local full-time? It's absolutely because of taxes. If I worked for the local full-time, I wouldn't have the money left over um, after everything to actually be able to pay a whole bunch of income taxes. Because when you're a tax, when you're a business owner, like, it's basically one-third of every, every dollar you make is going out in something. Um, whether it be insurance or, or um, you've got sales tax, you've Overhead, got income tax, yeah, you've got every, rent. Yes. It's a never-ending nightmare. And to be a, to put it in a layman's terms, if you're a small business owner, you are probably unless it's just doing unless you're just making a killing, you're week to week, you're like check to check, and it's. I mean, you can't... I, I don't... So I have a full-time job to avoid all that. Absolutely. So here's, here's, here's the thing. So with Bernie Sanders, I feel like 
It's, yes, who doesn't want a free college education? So that's how he's getting all the college sure. kids and the smart kids to be like, yeah, we, you know, they do it, you know, they do it in Germany and it's free education. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's been a, an evolution of years. Yeah. Germany's been doing that forever. So like. Let's not forget that less than a hundred years ago, it was a complete dictatorship. Not only that, but you got to look at it this way. Like if you get free college, what is somebody's going to have somebody's going to invent a new college after that college to get your money because at a certain point your education you're it, they're just leveling the playing field for everybody yeah it's, you're just graduating high school all over again and the education you have I just, isn't worth anything because it was given to you maybe that's not the way to put it I just think theoretically I think when, it's, when Bernie Sanders says things like free education and free college we should have it yeah that would be great in a perfect utopian society, you want a free education. None of us make money. We don't use a monetary system. We all have free education, yeah. and we all live in exactly the same house. You want a free and education? Go out, do something, go travel around. You want a free experience ed- a ton of things and make yourself hireable because of your experiences and not because of what you went to school for. Or, Round of applause! Hit it, crowd! Or which lurker was If you want a free here. education, join the military. Yeah, I'm just saying. Absolutely. So there, there is free education out there. But yeah, I just, but, but that's I even. Just think, I, I think that the idea of getting free education in four years. Like, yeah. Let's say his presidency is four years. Sure. You're not going to make that happen in four years. No. It's not happening. Never. It's well, there's happening. too many privatized colleges too. Which is exactly what's going to happen to the medical system. Yeah. Because the socialized medicine thing that's happening for, is miserable. It's I, basically Bernie Sanders wants to, from what I gather. This may not be accurate. It's called Divergent. It's a movie. But Check it out. But he wants to essentially level the playing field tax-wise, which also means level the playing field income-wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of. And almost remove free enterprise from our actual society. Maybe that's completely off base, but when you start That's socialism. Tinkering... No, but that is socialism. That's yeah, what well, that is. I feel like the dude's got a lot of great ideas. I don't want anybody... Like, we've got a lot of hippies to listen to this. He says he's a socialist. (laughs) I'm just stating facts. I'm not even... Sure. ...being ugly. I'm being a realist. Like, let's be realistic. What can actually happen in four years? Free education is not happening. Yeah. Uh, Harvard's not going to all of a sudden open its doors open and be like, eh, you're right. Affordable health care is not happening, and that dude had eight years. Okay, let's talk about affordable... That's not affordable. It's not. That's unaffordable health care. Yeah. It's impossible. It's ridiculous. Especially on that minimum wage. It's so expensive. They should raise minimum... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) All right. So Bernie Sanders, I feel like we discussed him. P.S. There's a little news story about him. Mashable claims that two Portland, Oregon medical marijuana dispensaries are donating a portion of their proceeds to Bernie Sanders. I I feel like we're stroking the the back. I feel if you tax weed... If you make weed legal and tax that, there's going to be a lot, a lot that of money. That is actually a very smart thing. They launched the Burn One for Bernie campaign and are selling one gram uh, joints for $10 a piece. The companies are donating 10% of the sales to the Sanders campaign. The manager One gram for a... For 10 bucks. Okay. The manager of Foster Buds Dispensary tells KPTV, Sanders wants to keep the medical program alive for the nation, which is awesome because without medical program, we wouldn't be where we are today. If, if Bernie Sanders for mar- medical marijuana, I'm down. 
I mean, I don't. I'm not I mad. I think at that it. that should happen anyway across yeah. all of the states sure. because why shouldn't we tax the hell out of it? Yeah, and then you can pay down some deficit. Not only that, well, then you run into the issue of like, there's people in jail for small trafficking violations of having a bunch of weed on them with intended to distribute, and now that it's legal, like yeah, they just get they just get show. out. Like, I don't know. Weed is a whole nother show. Yeah. Complete other show. All right, uh, Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, your name. No. 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 I can't do it. Now, running for president shouldn't be about delivering insults. It should be about delivering results for the American people. I feel like somebody wrote that for her. Like she called one of her friends. I need a word that rhymes with insults. Yeah, she's people. on like rhymedictionary.com trying insults. to put a rap song. Hillary, when are you going to drop that mixtape? <laughs> I need a word that rhymes with insults. It should be about delivering results for the American people. You know, America is great. We don't have to make it great. Who is her speechwriter? There's a lot of places that are great. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I've gone to great restaurants in America. Right? I mean, you get enough of those together. Wait, this is not doing what I want to do. America is great. We don't have to make it great. I think you do have to make it great. You've got... Home is where you make it. Going on Joe Dirt's philosophy. I feel like everybody makes their own situation. This is what this is what I got fired up about at McLeod's. I feel like everybody makes their own situation to an extent. Right. I mean, you don't deal your own cards out necessarily, but you've got a hand that you can either fold or whatever. Right. But a lot of people just get complacent and aren't driven to do other things. And I feel like that's where you run into Bernie Sanders getting a lot of those voters behind him is because he's like... Let's make these complacent people. Let's make... Please don't even talk like that. It's so tricky. I feel like an elephant is sitting on my chest when you start talking like that. Really? Yes. Like when you're like, come on. You want to know what I really think about this? Yes. I think there's... That's what I'm trying to get out of you. There is two-thirds too many people in this country. Y'all got to go. Two-thirds of the people (laughs) got to go. We can drop the price from everything. You don't have to have minimum wage. A bunch of... Property taxes are going to be lower. A bunch of property value right. is going to go up. And prices aren't going to change much. Here's the problem with the, the, the Bernie Sanders way of thinking or our current mode of, of operation. Call Bill Burr. Bill Burr will tell you there's far too many people on this planet to sustain it. And every one of those people loves to have sex with somebody or something or whatever. And a lot of times that creates another mouth to feed. No. It's, I was just at the oh, it's Museum a trap. of Natural it's History in Washington, D.C. They have a people counter. Like a world population counter. And it's just have you ever seen? Have you ever seen that thing? No. It is the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. Like every second, it's like a thousand more. Yeah. It, and those are all kids that are coming for your job because they'll do it for cheaper. Because <laughs> they didn't go to college. Or they right. got a free college. Yeah. So you don't have to pay them more. So anyway. That, does, that is a plus. America is great. We don't have to make it great. Basically, so you're saying you're not going to do anything, Hillary. You like it just the way it is. Uh, you know, 
Have you been to Detroit? Flint, Michigan? <laughs> it's all right. The water's not great, but... Uh, it's not great. Uh, we will make it good. It's not... <laughs> no, we don't have to. America is great. Flint's we don't have to great. make it great. We don't have to make the water We... Great. I mean... We have to make it whole. I'm going to be honest with you. I hate Hillary Clinton. I don't like it. I didn't yeah. say your last name right, and I don't care. And I know there's Hillary fans out there, and I'm a female. They're not drinking this is, this is where she completely... Well, she 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 never had me. Because, first of all, first of all, she lost me when Bill Clinton got a stain on Monica Lewinsky's dress. Oh, and speech. Hillary Clinton didn't open up a White House window and start tossing Bill's stuff out into the front yard. Like, that's what should have happened that day. I think women could have, like, wrapped their arms around her and been like, okay, I get it, you're one of us. Sure. Like, you have real feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she did it. Like, it was stand by your man, even though it happened in the Oval she Office. She put that your poker bedroom. face on. Yeah, it happened in your yep. house, and your bedroom was two feet down the, you know. That was the real secret service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And so she lost me then, and then we've got Benghazi. Yeah. Horrible situation. Yeah. Then we've got her private server. Uh, sneaky emails. Emails. And I'm like, you are under investigation. How is it that you are able to run for office right now? If I was under investigation for shoplifting at Dillard, You couldn't check your mail. In Dover. <laughs> you couldn't do anything. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. I certainly couldn't run for, like, mayor. Well, not unless you got a bunch of corporations writing you checks to go do it. Ah, which brings us to the Clinton Foundation, mm. which is corporatized in where? Canada. Well. Why? You got to keep your money clean. That's right. It's called big laundering. I don't and know. you don't even have to say where your money comes from. And why wouldn't you do that in the United States, Clinton? So you don't have to have be accountable oh, for it. So when you're Secretary of State and you get all kinds of money for stuff... You just put it in your Canadian account because you don't have to say where it came from. Man, I need to... Never mind. Actually, vote for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> All you business owners go out, get a Canadian checking account or banking account or right? whatever. Set your corporation uh, up in Canada. Right. You don't even have to pay taxes on that. <laughs> and then you just you dodge the whole bullet. You pay everybody under the table. Nobody has to know anything. Unless I'm doing the, I'm setting these accounts up tomorrow. Do it. The, the local is now going to be a Canadian company. Oh, see you soon, and IRS. The other thing, and I can't remember the woman that was like hollering, but the woman, it was like some debate about a month ago, and this woman, I think she... You're going to have to narrow it down. One woman hollering ain't, ain't I, Well, no, the big That's thing she every said, woman whoever's ever listening met. will know what I'm talking about, but the lady was like, if you're a woman and you don't vote for Hillary Clinton, you're going to hell. And I was like, wait just a minute. If that's supposed to be a feminist movement, are you kidding that me? That that pushes feminism so far back down the line. Like now you're just saying that we should get front of the line because we're female? No. No. Like we should all earn our place at the front of the line. Sure. Is you equal? You know what I thought of the other day? What? You're going to hate this and a lot of people that are listening to this. Hopefully they assume or they just go ahead and know that it's I'll, it's a joke, all right? That's the problem with this country is women went to work. Oh, women went to work. It drove. It's the same thing as raising. All right. Now you've got twice the amount of Shouldn't people working. Shouldn't be about delivering insults. Go ahead. What were you saying? I'm saying if women had never gone to work, there'd be so much Shouldn't less money. Shouldn't be about delivering insults. This isn't an insult. I'm totally this is listening. A, this is I'm a, listening. I feel like you're just tinkering with the computer right <laughs> I'm now. I'm not tinkering. You're just waiting for me to start talking Go again. Go ahead. I'm listening. It's going to happen again. Go ahead. I just know it. It won't. 
I promise. I'm listening. You're clicking back already. <laughs> I can would, see it from here. Women would We're work. in the same room. <laughs> Go ahead. Women should have never gone to work. Uh-huh. And what? I feel like you're not going to hear my point because you're going to be listening I'm to Hillary's song and dance. Go ahead. Hillary what freestyling. Why? Please, Justin, tell me why it is that I should have never gone to work. It doubled the workforce, which meant it... That you guys had not necessarily... No. It has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. It raised the income of every family in America, which raised the price of affordable goods just a little bit mm-hmm. here and there. Mm-hmm. Then eventually everybody starts getting raises to mm-hmm. com- combat rising prices for milk and produce and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Prices go up a little bit more, get some more raises. Now everybody's making 12, so, 15 so bucks an hour. because we all went to work? Absolutely. Do you remember World War II? Uh, I'm not going to say yes. When all of you guys got shipped overseas and there was nobody left in the United States to actually do the work? Yeah, but there were kids. No, there yeah, was women. Sweatshops. No, <laughs> there were women. Kathy Lee did it. <laughs> no, it didn't. Kathy Lee knew not to put women in the workplace. Get kids. delivering insults. It should be about delivering results for the You want to know what result I'm trying to see is a sandwich. I'm trying to see the sandwich. Well, and I'm, I'm tired not, of women working. How about I'll go buy you a sandwich with the money I got at my job? You're ridiculous. It's going to be overpriced cuz you guys went to work. <laughs> I don't I actually okay. don't firmly believe that just for the record like I'm just joking mildly. I do think it's food for thought I though. Think you- bit there I, I do feel like there's I a there's you, a slight I point you, in i there. think a little bit you are gonna hold on to that with advice and I you don't, really think that because we all decided to take our aprons off and not you know sit at home and have your slippers ready for you that we ruined your life in some some listen way. if world war ii was such a great I game-changing thing for the women's workforce <laughs> why isn't there a women's baseball league anymore we're the rock for peaches tom hanks ain't coaching that team anymore Never seen a lady there. Shut up, Hillary. <laughs> Get out of here. No, America is great. We don't have to make it great. We we have to make it whole. Yeah. Every time she make makes a speech, that just gives her husband another chance to cheat. Listen, he does. He's like, please put me back. He's in the like, house. he's like, girl. I believe in Actually, you. Go I, talk to them I people. No, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but he kind of messed up and they've not mentioned it again. It was like a couple weeks ago. He basically was like, I don't want to do this. I don't even know. I, I've already been president. Like, I, I really don't want to do this again. Yeah. He's just like, this is annoying. I don't You're not going to get another cat named Socks. Socks 2. <laughs> Chelsea's not going to move. What, Chelsea going to move back into the Oval Office? Can I have my old room, Mom? Like, come on. That girl's, what, 30 now? Get out of here. <laughs> okay, so it's not just people weighing in on the uh, presidential debate. Oh, man. It transcends all sorts of species. All right. How about Hillary Clinton for president? Dude, come on. She's going to be the first woman president. Dead silence. All right. Bernie Sanders. Socialism. Everybody gets something free. You don't know? He's just uh, how snoring. about Trump? How about the wall? Trump and the dogs. Cruise, he's nice. Where are my dogs at? All right, so we talked about Trump. What about uh, Cruz? Ted Cruz. I feel like that guy is just. Way- I don't know, man. I feel like in a war situation, yeah, he would be the first one to just be like, he just fold up, call his mom, but like, being mean again, Mama. I don't know what to do. 
He looks like he's melting during every speech he gives. <laughs> Not because he's sweating profusely, but because he literally looks like he's a candle f- or a wax figure that is really, really, really warm. I don't know that I would say that he looks like he's melting. He does have this that nose that Dude, just, they, like the end of that dude's the- eyebrows are going to be on his cheeks in no time. <laughs> I think for me, Ted Cruz looks like a TV evangelist. He looks I like a like sad dad. He looks like he talks to me like the evangelist that's going to set up a tent, you know, on the south side of town. Where, oh, yeah. where, uh, what's that place the call center used to be? Remember that there's those tents? Vantage sourcing? Yes. Yeah. I feel like. Oh, Ted, yeah. Any, the, yeah. The big tent revival situation. Yes. That's or, what yeah. Ted Cruz, I feel like if he could during a debate, he would put hands on Trump and try and heal him. Like, that's only four could. steps away from handing out pairs of Pumas <laughs> and a cup full of Kool-Aid. That is so close to I that. Know. And that's when, when Ted Cruz speaks. That's what if I Ted think. Cruz gets voted in, I'm calling it now. If he somehow gets super slippery with his waxy figure <laughs> and weasels his way into that chair, right? I don't think it's gonna happen. I think he's gonna kill himself at the in office. I think he will. I don't know. That's necessarily. Extreme. I don't know. If it's, I don't think it's gonna be like the end of Shawshank. You just the, you think if Ted Cruz makes it to the White I think House, it's too much pressure for that dude. He's gonna fold. I don't think he can take it. No, no. He's gonna shut it. He's like, gonna he just completely handle, crumble. He can't even handle like Trump making fun of him. He can't. Yeah. Like he'll handle. I'm Ted Cruz. If you're listening, <laughs> she's not. Everything's gonna be all right, man. <laughs> just hold out. Maybe Bernie will win. You get some free health care. Get those cheeks fixed. And we can get get you some. What is that? Was that Botox in your eyebrow? Yeah. Get you set up, dog. Okay, what about Marco Rubio? I don't know. I don't know enough about him, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm very. Uh, I'm that dude that. I'm that dude that checks the news by looking at his window. Uh, if there's I, a dude in the in the yard with a gun, it's time to be alarmed. But like until that happens, I'm pretty much like. You know, we're just rolling the rolling the dice on one more person to blame for our problems. And I like I feel like I can fix the majority of my immediate problems by doing something better or working harder or What does that say for Marco change. Rubio? I'm, you lost me. Somewhere with the guy in the front yard with the I'm gun. just saying I'm not up to date <laughs> on all the candidates and what their platforms are. Well, who are you most up to date with because this whole show is your idea. My idea is everybody See, needs to... See, this is what happens. You no. should start the Whole30 diet. I'm not drinking, and I have tons of paperwork in front of me. You are drinking. You have tons of paperwork <laughs> in front of you because you took my seat. <laughs> and I brought my paperwork over here with me. You don't have to... You, you have two pages. Let, let me put this... You have a glass of Jameson, and now you're... On top of the world. You are on top of the world, but also muttering about a guy with a gun in your front yard. And I'm asking you about Marco Rubio. I'm saying you need to worry about the immediate... <laughs> And you don't need to worry about who's going to be president because you're not going to be able to change that with one vote. I don't feel I. I just don't feel like one vote's going to change it. What's <laughs> up with the electoral college, <laughs> Justin? I feel like it's a scam, and it's just going to be this is you. one more thing like, to blame. When voting ever becomes something that you can just log on and do at home, like you, I'll take a BuzzFeed quiz and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm this, in with this, this dude. Is gonna be, if, if voting ever becomes. Where you could just log in at home and you It's just... like renewing your tag. All right, how about Hillary Clinton? You're going to ask your dogs. Dude, come on. She's going to be the first woman president. All right, Bernie Sanders. 
Socialism, everybody gets something free. You don't know? No. Uh, how about Trump? <laughs> You'll be like, right, okay, voting for Trump. Wow, <laughs> oh, that dog's a Nazi. <laughs> how about, I mean, how ridiculous is it? Back to the... Sorry, Marco Rubio. You're not going to get that much time on the show. Because I don't know okay. nearly enough. Marco I know Rubio. you kind of look like Taryn Killam a little bit. Marco Rubio, to me, is the kid that sits in the back of the class and it knows all the answers, but the teacher won't call on him. Yeah, you can't have you a kiss-ass like, in the, the office. Uh, 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 pick me, pick me. Like, has sure. his hand up in the air. Um, and he's a repeater. He's a total... Chris Christie called him out. He's a repeater. Yeah. Like he has... He memorizes certain pieces of paper and that's what he does. Yeah, he can't do that. Well, Hillary's like that too. Because she didn't write this. I just don't think that in office we need somebody out that it's just a career politician. That's all you've done. I think we need a business person in there. I think... Absolutely. You absolutely do. I think this whole thing could have gone... The, the whole nation would be way better if uh, Ross Perot would have been voted in back in the 90s. <laughs> Ross for boss. I stand by it. My dad would be super proud to hear me say that. Really? Yeah, dude. Like, the country is so dollar-driven. What's crazy is that everything everything that Ross Perot predicted has basically happened. Oh, yeah. We would have been way better off. Yeah. I don't know. Everything. Everybody is so so short-sighted when it comes to financial decisions. They want the most bang for their buck immediately with the least amount of wait time. Um, also immediately, but like, I, I don't know, like there's so much that I feel like if you have a business mindset and you go in and you look at the country and you look at the the country's deficit and how much we owe China and how much real estate China's buying up and how many companies China actually has operating in the United States, you're going to start getting nervous sweats and freaking out because eventually... United States is going to be new China. Right. Which sucks because we, a lot of our grandparents and great-grandparents did a lot of work to try to avoid that. Well, I I, I am down for making America great again. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm sort of a, a Trump. And we didn't even talk about Kasich. Sure. Uh, who, who also, by the way, is a great candidate. But I think, I mean, I, I think he would be a great vice president. Yeah. I mean, I really do. I think if Trump chose him to be vice president mm-hmm. it would be a very smart ballot sure i it'll kind of mellow because he's out. been successful in ohio yeah but Kasich is getting lost in the trump crazy town that's i mean that's the everybody thing. Like, is really that dude can go outside and throw a shoe across the road and it will sweep headline news it'll sweep every headline will be like trump throws his jordan at some <laughs> random biker but it's true Anybody else that's running for whatever could do a million things that were charitable or like take a random citizen who's walking down the road and give them a ride mm-hmm. somewhere and like, or like do something that really makes a difference in somebody's day to day. And it's going to fall in the shadow of Trump's ridiculousness. Right. So I feel like, like he definitely has the upper hand when it comes to media coverage. And I feel like that's what gives him the upper hand when it comes to what the final decision is going to be. When all the voting, because they're just gonna, people are just gonna go and do what they recognize. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Well, there is something to be said for that. 
Absolute. That's marketing. Yeah. I mean, his name is everywhere yeah. on everything. They're talking about him constantly. Yeah. You're right. If he did throw a shoe across the street, it would be on every night show, news source, Absolutely. BuzzFeed, you name it, it would be there. But Bernie Sanders could go <coughs> carry a breastfeeding mother out of a burning building and nobody would hear anything about it. Well, no, because that's a good... But somebody would be mad because the mother was breastfeeding. <laughs> that's all you hear about. Everybody would be chill and then all of a sudden, she was what... <laughs> Was it a? Is it in her home? If it wasn't in her home, then I hate Bernie Sanders. You should have let her burn. It's let her feel the burn. I think that's silly. Like I, I feel like everybody should be judged on their actual character rather than the media coverage, which isn't going to happen because it's no, America. it absolutely is not going to. And it, that's not how it works. No. We are the survivor, reality, yeah. TV, big brother. That's what we do. You just kick that the ego up a notch. The more you're in our face. The yeah. more we like you. Yeah, it's like, Honestly, oh, that's my best friend. Like, you get bummed out. Like, if if he sprained, if, if Trump sprained his ankle, there's no telling how many old white dudes would have sympathy pains the next day. I think this is why you almost got your butt kicked in the clouds. It's all coming back to, to me. I feel like those are reasonable I think, statements. I don't think any of that's out of no, line. No, I think, but at McLeod's, I think you were sticking up for Bernie Sanders. I don't and know. And I think that, like... No, I was saying Godzilla some of the behind things... behind you was a Trump fan because they're rabid. No, because I said, I feel like if you need more money, then you need to get a different job or you need oh, to change your situation. Yeah, you're right. I do remember saying that, <laughs> uh, which is not necessarily Bernie-ish. Uh, no, I feel like it'd not. be cool. It, it would be... I would vote for Bernie Sanders if he was more like Bernie Lomax in which he didn't say anything <laughs> and a couple teens just paraded his corpse or not corpse that seems a little harsh just parade him so around like it, he was in a coma pres- presidential like four years of weekend at Bernie's weekend at Bernie's dude now you know how awesome that would be <laughs> okay so a new NBC poll reveals that if the president if the presidential election were held tomorrow keep in mind this is NBC yes which is also an entertainment network they've been bought okay Hillary Clinton would beat Donald Trump by 13%. That's crazy. She Bernie for Sanders that. would also beat Trump 55% to 37%. Uh, Hillary Clinton would uh, defeat Ted Cruz 47% to 45%. And Clinton and Rubio were tied at 46% each. I'm sorry. I do not agree with that at all. This says that Hillary Clinton would beat Donald Trump by 13 percentage points, 51% to 38%. No, I don't believe it. I really don't believe it. I think I think that's a great scare tactic for um, NBC. Say so MSNBC. One of those. No, just NBC. So everybody wants to be part of a winning team. Right. Everybody wants to feel like their horse came in first. Right. So everybody's going to bet on the horse they think is going to come in first. Right. Which ruins the entire idea of voting. Uh, people will vote. I feel like that that could potentially sway voters to be like, oh, well, I want to be the one that I is sitting around at Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, I voted for Hillary. She won. Go us. Right. And be a part of a winning team. I don't think everybody's meant to be on a winning team. At all. No, I totally... Because to be on a winning team, that means there's got to be a losing team. And if there's no actual... I don't know. It's stupid. There shouldn't be trophies given out for participation. Can I make a side note? A complete side note. Sure. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Fair, yeah. Can we get like a plastic cover for this desk? Because every time I touch it, I get a splinters. Really? Yes. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. No, not plastic. I'll do something fancy. (laughs) 
All right, we need to wrap up this presidential show. Seriously. It's out of hand. It is totally out of hand. All right, also out of hand, er uh, Erotic Heritage Museum in Las Vegas. That's a thing? Yeah. Wants uh, to it's induct. In Vegas, it makes sense. <laughs> wants to induct Trump's manhood into their Hall of Fame. The Daily Express quotes the museum as saying, "The Erotic Heritage Museum is best suited to prever- preserve such an important artifact." The offer came after Marco Rubio questioned the size of Donald's hands. So, what you're telling me is, this is a great marketing thing for Cheetos. They could just sand over a cheese curl and be like, "This is it. This is this is Trump's situation. Put it in a shadow box." Is that? Did you? Did I hear that right? They want Trump's junk in a box. Yeah. It's a Trump in a box. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think. Oh, that's so stupid. That's the. There's a museum that you. What's the cover to get in there? Okay, just join us for our next podcast. Is that a nonprofit? Next Thursday, uh, it'll be podcast number ten. You can check us out on wiregrasslocal.com. I want to see their five hundred one c three. Facebook, Wiregrass Local on Instagram, and you just had our rendition of what we think politically is happening. I think it's a nightmare. It is a nightmare, but we're going to end the show with a little Snoop Dogg. Snoop a loop. Keep banking that Strilla. My and dog. The show. Come by my dressing room. I got a couple 19-year-olds in there, some sticky icky icky, and I get you so high that you'll fire yourself and put my name on the mother tower. I'm out. That's a reasonable vice president right there. Snoop Dogg? Yes. Absolutely. I don't see any reason why not.